I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Peter is continuing his text recap of the Mask of Mandragora. Um, uh, he's we're up to episode three, I think. Um, Tom's double is a little rough around the edges, but swordplay is fun, so I don't care. <laughs> yes, Tom, the uh, stand-in for Tom Baker during the sword fights. Um, I think it was the same one for John Pertwee. So <laughs> I think that just just one guy did it all. Um, was it Terry Walsh? Was that his name? Uh, poor Sarah, she can't do anything without being captured by cultists. It'd do your head in. <laughs> <laughs> Ox-faced blowhard is a great insult. I'm going to use it. <laughs> and stricken by an ague. Maybe COVID reporting would seem <laughs> would seem funner if we called it being stricken by an ague. <laughs> Hieronymus' homebrew setup is well impressive. Is this the first microbrewery? <laughs> Say what you like about Hieronymus, but I'm kind of digging his outfits. Poor show having Sarah hypnotised. They've given her nothing so far and we're three episodes in. There's places where the bat droppings are twice as high as a man. A strange measure of a place. <laughs> Being deserted. <laughs> um, telepathic circuits reference. Boo, it's Marco. Yeah, kick his head in. Give him a dead arm. Steal his pocket money. Why don't you like Marco, Peter? This is very strange. Um, and you didn't say Polo. Uh, I'm worried that I wish my hair was like Sarah's, but it's actually like the prince's. <laughs> I'm just a bad friend away from being that tall bugger. <laughs> okay, I've decided. Rossi is the trade of the story. There's not much competition, but I'm a sucker for a bald head and a beard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Peter has to find someone in every episode that he would uh, have relations with. Um, <laughs> uh, Marco has only been there for five minutes and he's already looking a bit rough. <laughs> Can't say that I feel that bad for him. Marco in the dungeon is just making me think of Kenny Everett and Lionel Blair. Oh, and then he sent me a photo of Kenny Everett and Lionel Blair from the Kenny Everett show. So when uh, when I was a kid, Kenny Everett used to be on before Doctor Who. So it was either Kenny Everett or The Goodies. 
um, was always on before Doctor Who, and at, they were on at six o'clock, and Doctor Who was six thirty. So uh, who knows? One episode of Kenny Everett and Lionel Blair could have been before this episode of Marco. Uh, <laughs> in the dungeon you never know uh high kick into Hieronymus's face seems a bit odd from the doctor but fair enough um the evil uncle is sort of fun but i can't say i give that much of a crap about what he's planning marco is such a grass <laughs> the cultists are a bit camp aren't they with their big gowns and spinning round lots <laughs> so mandragora is a heat lamp that makes your gloves steam a bit not that impressive Poor Sarah left chained up while the story moves on. They could have at least let her have a holiday if they weren't going to give her anything to do. Hieronymus's sparkly fingers have nothing to do with Mandragora. He's just on a nylon carpet and he's built up a bit of static shock. <laughs> he's wearing his socks on the carpet, just rubbing them. <laughs> uh, the cultists act like the worst, most unrehearsed flash mob ever. Yeah, they're dancing. They should have got a choreographer in. Um, maybe they did, and this is the best they could manage. Um, go on, Rossi. Kill Marco. I need some entertainment. Wrong, Marco. Wrong. The doctor happens on the phrase Marco has heard most of his life. Oh, poor Marco. It's unfortunate that the scenes with just the doctor and Sarah are so good. They really do show up the rest for how dull it is. <laughs> Marco looks pretty clean and healthy again. Either he was faking it or he's just taking time to have a bath and change. Can't be that much of an emergency then. <laughs> I hate the prince and Marco so much. I obviously want the doctor to win, but if we could arrange for Mandragora to do a tactical strike on those two goons, I won't complain. Peter, I think you're having some uh, internalised homophobia here because I think the prince and Marco are clearly in a relationship. Um... <laughs> So the prince's main concern, Peter says, is whether he can still have his party. This is why he's so annoying. <laughs> um, Lion Mask is brilliant. I want it. Jesters, no. <laughs> this adds up. This definitely looks like the sort of party Marco and the prince would throw. Dull as ditch water. <laughs> oh, my God. That jester's overcompensating for something with that cod piece. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a siege for a month with Marco? I'd last a couple of hours tops. Oh, Sarah looks so nice in her frock. Wow, there are actually women in Renaissance Italy. I thought Sarah was the only one. Yeah, the women get very short shrift in this uh, this four-part episode. Um, be your natural horrid self. How did the doctor know my mantra? Great, the first two deaths are women. Now there's only two women left in all of Italy. <laughs> and how did Marco survive? Boo, I demand a recount. Oh, my God, Peter. <laughs> so basically, the doctor did everything. Marco and the prince threw a party, uh, got chained up. Sarah got kidnapped and chained up and had a bit of a dance. Essentially, a solo story for the doctor. I'd ask the prince to take that gormless look on his face, but it's just his face, isn't it? Resting dullard face. Well, that's done. Um, it was fine, but there was very little story. Basically, all the prince and duke plot was some cod Shakespeare with the guest cast giving it a go. Pros, lovely to see Sarah and Tom. Tom especially had some really fun scenes. The sets and costumes were lovely. Sarah's dress was a cracker too. Cons? 
nothing really happened. <laughs> Sarah was given nothing to do at all. Mandraga was apparently a huge threat, but a couple of spotlights and crappy electric shocks do not make a villain. Um, really quite dull, if we're honest. I even struggled to get enough interest to be angry at Marco, Polo, uh, and the Prince. They're so wet, I couldn't care. <laughs> As always, fun to watch any story, and there's something lovely for me about the feel of 70s Doctor Who and the associated nostalgia, but I wouldn't be rushing to recommend Mask of Mandragora. It was also a good reminder of how great Tom and Sarah were, even in something like this. Uh... <laughs> I found myself a little frustrated, uh, as this is her penultimate story, and they give her nothing. There's not one bit of the plot which she moves along or influences. She's just kidnapped and hypnotized, but still lovely to see them again. I guess she did, you know, inadvertently reveal how they can always speak the language of wherever they are, um, which no one had thought to ask because the doctor hypnotizes them. Uh, <laughs> no one's thought to ask that in, you know, where are we up to now? Like, What's this, season 15? 15 years of Doctor Who episodes. No one's no one thought to ask that. So, you know. I know it's season 14, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, oh, it is, look, it is really atmospheric and it is really fun. But, yeah, I agree. Not much happens, does it? Like, it's, I think, for me, I didn't really remember much of this episode. I remembered the cliffhanger of the Doctor getting his head chopped off and I remember the cliffhanger of the no face because that terrified me as a kid. And I think the whole thing with this, it's that sort of creeping horror where I think it's done better in the image of Fendal where it's just sort of like some sort of horrific thing from the end of time and no one really knows what it is and it's at the, which kind of makes it scarier in a way on the other hand, does make it um, a little bit uneventful because all you know is that people are getting possessed. But there's a lot of possession in this. But yeah, I feel like I could have done with just one more plot. Because um, the whatever's going on with the Duke and the the Prince and Marco, like it, it's all a bit nebulous. It's like, yes, I'm a bad person. I'm going to burn some straw. And uh, now we're going to go out on a straw hunting expedition. <laughs> The economics of straw, um, but yeah. Other than that, it's uh, it's it's yeah. It's kind of it's kind of missing a little bit, isn't it? Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed Peter's text recap. Um, it was off the chain. Uh, so our next episode, I have re- received a bunch of packages from lovely Matt, one of our Patreon subscribers. Hey, Matt. Um, he also writes all those emails uh, and bless him for them. Like, I never got to read out a single email like in its entirety because they were so awesomely long. Um, um, that's not a complaint, Matthew. He thinks it's a complaint now because he thinks everything's a complaint. Um, but no, he sends me the Blu-rays. Uh, so I've got the I've got both the Evil of the Daleks and Galaxy Four to get through before we have our New Year's Day special. So next episode will be part one of Evil of the Daleks, the cartoon version. Um, so please, if you've managed to get a copy of that, I think it's on sale here on sale here in Australia by now. I've had it for a while. <laughs> um, that'll be next episode. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.